0: Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It is always our joy to come into your homes. We love you. We know God has great things in store. He rewards people that seek after him. And I believe that's you. And you here as well. And if you're ever in our area, come by and see us. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks for tuning in today. I like to start with something funny each week. And I heard about this 85 year old man. He was out fishing one day and he heard this voice saying, pick me up. He looked around, didn't see anybody, thought he was dreaming. He heard it again, pick me up. He looked down and saw a frog in amazement. He said, are you talking to me? The frog said, yes, pick me up and kiss me and I'll become a beautiful bride. He quickly picked the frog up and put him in his front pocket. The frog said, what are you doing? I said, kiss me and I'll become a bride. The man looked at him and said, no, thanks. At my age, I'd rather have a talking frog. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I wanna talk to you today about praying bold prayers. God's dream for your life is so much bigger than your own. He wants to do extraordinary things. And if we're gonna see his favor, we have to learn to pray bold prayers. A lot of times we think we're not supposed to ask for too much. After all, we don't want to be greedy. We don't want to be selfish. I have people tell me, Joel, if God wants me to be blessed, he'll bless me, he's God. But that's not the way it works. God expects us to ask. The scripture says, you have not because you ask not. And if you're not asking for God's favor, his blessings, his increase, then you're not releasing your faith. And I know people that ask, but they pray such small prayers. God, if you'll just give me a 50 cent raise, you better be careful. That's probably what you're going to get. Is that really what you want? God, I changed my mind. Give me that $20 raise. That's more like it. But God, if you'd just help my marriage survive. God, if you'll just help me to make ends meet this month. you'll just help my child to stay in school. No, you have got to be bolder than that. Dare to pray, God, I'm asking not to just supply my needs, but that I'll have plenty left over so I can be a blessing to others. God, I'm asking that my marriage not just survive, but that we would be happier and more fulfilled than ever before. God, I'm asking that my child not just stay in school and barely graduate, God, you said my children would be mighty in the land, so I'm asking that he would excel, that he would become a leader and fulfill his God-given destiny. Jesus put it this way, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. That means if you pray little, you're gonna receive little. But if you can learn to pray bold prayers and big prayers and expect big and believe big, that allows God to do big things in your life and some of you have a dream deep down on the inside, but you've never asked God for it. You pray for everyone else, but you need to start asking God for what he's put in you. It's not wrong to ask. It's not selfish to ask. God expects us to ask. In fact, the scripture says in Psalm two verse eight, ask of me and I will give you the nations. God is saying, ask me for big things. Ask me for those hidden dreams that I planted in your heart. Ask me for those unborn promises that in the natural don't look like it's ever gonna happen. Ask me for that family member to be restored, even though you haven't spoken to them in years. And in your quiet time, when it's just between you and God, dare to ask Him for your deepest hopes, your deepest dreams. It may seem impossible, but just be honest and say, God, I don't see how this could ever happen, but I have a dream to start my own business. God, I'm asking for you to help. Or God, I'd love to go back to college, but I don't have the time, I don't have the money. God, I'm asking you to make a way. Dare to ask God for your greatest dreams, your greatest desires. Some of you today, you're settling for a lesser dream. Deep down, you have a desire to maybe write a book, a desire to get married, start a family, a desire to break an addiction, but it's been so long and you've been through so many disappointments, you don't see how it could ever happen. Now you've lost your enthusiasm and you're praying what I call these survival prayers. God, help me to make it through the day. God, help me to put up with these children. God, help me to deal with the boss. God, help me to not run over anybody when I leave in traffic today. (laughs) No, you've got to get your fire back and start asking God once again for the dreams and desires you've let go of. He can still bring them to pass. When you ask, you're releasing your faith. The scripture says in Ephesians, God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. My question to you today is, are you asking? And if so, are you asking for enough? Are you putting your faith out there so it's activating God's power? or are you just praying these barely get by prayers? I hear people say, I don't want to bother God. He's got bigger things to deal with than me. No, this may surprise you, but you are God's biggest deal. You are the apple of his eye. You are his most prized possession. He's longing to be good to you. And I want you to have this new sense of boldness to where you'll dare start asking God for bigger things. I can imagine in heaven, there's a huge warehouse filled with all these storerooms. As you walk down the halls, you see door after door with different names on them, thousands and thousands of doors. You finally come to a door with your name. That gets your attention. You quickly stop and say to St. Peter, what's in there? He tries to downplay it all. Nothing. You don't want to go in there. Sure I do. It's got my name on it. After debating for a few minutes, You finally convince him to let you go in and Peter opens the door and in this room you see row after row of boxes up on a shelf. You hurry over there to open one up and when you do, you quickly realize these are blessings that belong to you that have never been released. Here's a box of favor God wanted me to have last week, but I never asked. Here's a good break God wanted me to have last month, but I forgot to ask. Here's that book I always wanted to write, but I gave up on it. Here's the business I wanted to start. Here's the healing that belonged to me. Row after row of blessings, favor, good breaks, good ideas, they all belong to you, but God never released them because you never ask. I don't know about you, but I wanna make sure that my warehouse is completely empty. I don't wanna be greedy, I don't wanna be selfish. I simply want all that belongs to me. I want to become everything God's created me to be, and I want to have everything God's intended for me to have. Some of you pastors watching, there's another compact center in your warehouse. Don't give up on that facility that you're hoping for. Keep asking, keep believing for big things. Some of you, there's a business in your warehouse. The good news is it's not too late. God can still bring it to pass. Some of you, there's a promotion. Some of you single people, there's a husband or a wife in your warehouse. Now I know I've got your attention. I see one guy, he's already asking. Think of it this way. What if God had five blessings in store for you last week, a good break, a good idea, the right person coming across your path on and on. But the problem is you never ask those blessings, so to speak, go up in your warehouse. And some of you are so kind-hearted and generous, you would do anything for your family and friends. You're always praying for others, but you never take time to ask God for your dreams, for your desires. of course, it's good to help others, but every morning, after you thank God for what he's done, after you thank him for his goodness in your life, you should get in a habit of saying, God, I'm asking for your favor today. I'm asking for supernatural opportunities. God, that you'd bring every dream, every desire, that you would bring that to fulfillment. Dare to ask for big things. Some of you have never once said, God, I'm asking you to help me own my own home, free and clear, without a monthly payment. If we're not careful, our mind goes tilt, tilt, tilt. Joel, I'll never pay my house off. It's gonna take me 30 years. No, you're praying too small. You need to get a bigger vision. God, I'm asking that I'd totally be out of debt, my home, my car, my business, my credit cards. We should pray things that stretch our faith. If you can accomplish all your dreams in your own strength, you don't really need God's help. You need to ask for things that are so big, you know, it's going to take God's blessings. It's going to take his favor to bring it to pass. Pray things like God, help me to not only own my own home, but God, one day, I'd love to be able to buy someone else a new home. Tilt, tilt, tilt. Joel, that's impossible. Do you know where I work? If you believe all things are possible. Or how about this? God, I'm asking that you would help me to give away each year more than my whole income is right now. Well, Joel, you're kind of far out today. Listen, we serve a far out God. One touch of his favor can take you to a new level. God is longing to be good to you, but you got to be bold enough to ask for his goodness. And I'm not talking about being selfish. I'm not talking about living me minded. If all you ever ask for is yourself, that's out of balance. But I know people that have the attitude, my needs are supplied. I'm blessed Joel. I don't want to bother God by asking him for anything else for me or my family, but really that's selfish. You're not supposed to just have your needs supplied. Why don't you start asking for others? That God will bless you in such a way that you can support the orphanages, that you can build clinics in needy countries, or that you can help that single parent mom that lives down the street from you. When our needs are supplied, we don't stop there. We gotta keep stretching so we can be a blessing to others. Are you praying any bold prayers? I know a young man that grew up in Africa, in the Congo, one of the poorest nations. He was one of seven children. Not only his family, but his relatives and cousins all lived in this same small home. And In their village, there was so much sickness, so much disease, but there was no place for the people to get cared for. No hospital, no clinic within hundreds of miles. The people were dying from things that were so easily treatable. And as a young boy, his heart was stirred. HE COULDN'T STAND SEEING THE SUFFERING AND SADNESS OF HIS PEOPLE. And GOD PUT A DREAM ON THE INSIDE THAT ONE DAY, SOMEHOW, some way, HE WOULD BE ABLE TO HELP BUILD A HOSPITAL IN THAT LITTLE VILLAGE. BUT HOW COULD THAT BE POSSIBLE? HE WAS JUST AS POOR AND underprivileged AS THE OTHER ONES. HE DIDN'T HAVE THE RIGHT CONNECTIONS. HE DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY. BUT THERE WAS SOMETHING DIFFERENT ABOUT THIS YOUNG MAN. HE KNEW HOW TO PRAY BOLD PRAYERS even as a little boy, he said, God, help me to help my people. God, give me a way to bring this dream to pass. And something happened. He started growing and growing and growing, six feet, six feet, five, six feet, ten, seven feet, seven feet, two inches. He got so tall, he started playing basketball on the little village dirt courts. He eventually graduated from the local school and somehow he got an academic scholarship to Georgetown University. That was unheard of, a supernatural break. He went there to study medicine so he could come back and help his people. But during his second year, the basketball coach noticed him and asked him to try out for the team. He not only made the team, but he became a star player. Later, he got drafted to play in the Professional Basketball League. Today, Dikembe Mutombo is one of the great players of our time. In fact, he still plays for the Houston Rockets. I've seen him at our services from time to time. But here's what's interesting. Several years ago, Mutombo donated $15 million to help build that hospital. And in July of 2007, he and some other players went to the dedication of the new $29 million hospital there in his village in the Congo. Friends, God has a way to bring your dreams to pass if you'll dare be bold enough to ask. If God did it for him, he can do it for you. What is it that God has put in your heart? Are you asking? Are you believing? Are you stretching your faith? Well, Joel, I've had some bad breaks. I come from the wrong family. I'm not that talented. No, with that kind of attitude, your warehouse is getting a little bit fuller. That's another box up on that shelf. I'm trying to talk you in today to not only believe in for your future blessings, but to get stirred up enough to where you'll go back and get some of those unclaimed blessings that you let pass by. Dreams that you've given up on. Promises that you thought would never come to pass. The good news is, they still have your name on it they still belong to you. Why don't you start asking God for bigger things? I know back in 2004 when I wrote my first book, I didn't really know what to expect. I asked the publisher how many copies it needed to sell to become a success, but they wouldn't give me a number. And One of my dreams is that it would make the New York Times bestseller list. And I didn't tell it to anybody, just between me and God. I said, God, I'm praying and just asking that you'd give me favor and let this book make the list. At least one week, God, I put my faith out there. I didn't know. I'd never written a book. My father had written 50 or 60 books, and they're all great, but none of them made the list. And so this was a real stretch for me. And one day, not long after that, I got a call from our publisher. He said, Joel, I got good news. Your book is going to be on the New York Times bestseller list this week. And, of course, I was excited and thanking God. Another dream came true. But here's the way God is. When you release your faith... When you dare to pray bold prayers, God likes to do more than you can imagine. The book made the list not only that week, but the next week and the next and the next 100 weeks in a row and over four or five million books later, it's still going strong. If you will ask, God will top what you ask. He wants to do exceedingly abundantly more. It's interesting, my second book came out not long ago, a few months back, and everybody told me the second book will never do as good as the first book. They didn't want me to get my hopes up. One company gave me past examples between a first book and a second book, and many times it was barely even half. And I don't know, that just didn't sit well with me. I'm either bold enough or dumb enough to believe that God wants us to increase. He wants you to be more blessed this year than you were last year. He wants you to have more influence, to be healthier. You have not seen your greatest victories yet, but you've got to be bold enough to ask. And you can't let people talk you out of it. Don't listen to all the naysayers. And so I simply started saying, God, I'm asking that this second book will help more people than the first book. God, let it make a bigger difference. And I got a report the other day that showed how this second book in its first 10 weeks sold at a rate of three times what my first book had sold at. And I'm not, I don't say that to brag on me, but rather to make the point, I don't know if that would have happened if I had not released my faith. That could have been just another box up on that unclaimed blessing shelf. I'm asking you today to pray big prayers, stir up your dreams and desires. God has so many great things in your future dare to ask him. I think about a man in the Old Testament by the name of Jabez. His name literally meant pain, suffering, trouble, and heartache. Back in those days, a person's name was much more significant than today. In fact, their name could indicate what kind of character they would have. It could even predict what kind of future that person would live. For instance, the name Jacob literally means deceiver. And if you study the Bible, you'll find that Jacob, in his life, he became just what he was named. He cheated and deceived people. The name Joshua means savior. Every time someone said Joshua, I'm sure courage and hope must have filled his heart, knowing that he was called to help deliver God's people. Well, knowing that, think about how Jabez must have felt. Every time someone said, hey, Jabez, they were saying, hey, trouble, hey, sorrow, hey, pain, they were prophesying more defeat and failure. We don't know why Jabez's parents named him this. Maybe it was because the father abandoned the mother. She was so hurt and so angry she named him that. Maybe it's because during the pregnancy it was difficult or during the childbirth there was so much pain she just named him pain, heartache, trouble. You can imagine what Jabez had to put up with in school. Those children probably gave him a hard time. Hey, Jabez, here comes trouble. What's up with you, man? Why would your parents name you that? That could have easily set the limits for his life, could have affected his self-image, made him go around insecure and inferior. But the scripture says that Jabez was more honorable than any of his family. It doesn't tell us much about him except one little prayer that he prayed. But by this prayer, we can see there was something special about Jabez. In spite of his rough upbringing, in spite of his self-image constantly being attacked, Jabez looked up to the heavens and said, God, I'm asking that you would bless me indeed. Think of the nerve of that prayer. He was saying, God, I've had a lot of things come against me. Life hasn't treated me fair. I've gotten off to a rough start but God, I know you're a good God. I know you've got a great plan for my life, so I'm asking you to bless me indeed. Notice that word, indeed, it's significant. He wasn't saying, God, I'm asking you to bless me a little bit, bless me average, bless me ordinary. No, he said, God, I'm asking for abundance. I'm asking for overflow. Bless me indeed. Do you see his boldness? I mean, what right did he have to pray that prayer? He was supposed to be destined for heartache, pain, trouble. He was supposed to live defeated and depressed, but old Jabez shook off that defeated mentality. He said, in effect, it doesn't matter what someone has named me. It doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. I know who I am. I'm a child of the Most High God, and my destiny is to be blessed. I am a victor and not a victim. He went on to say, not only bless me, but God enlarge my territory." He was saying, God, go beyond the norm, go beyond my borders, give me extraordinary favor. God, let me see abundance in my life. The last thing we hear from this man named Jabez is found at the end of verse 10. Surely God would say, Jabez, would you quit bothering me? Do you know what your name means? You're not gonna be blessed. Your own parents said you're headed for trouble and heartache. No, it simply says, and God granted him his request." That's the kind of God we serve. If you pray bold prayers, God will do bold things in your life. Some of you, like Jabez, have gotten off to a rough start. Life hasn't treated you fair. You've had some setbacks, but if Jabez were here today, he would tell you, don't settle where you are. If you'll dare ask, God will bless you indeed. the psalmist David was here, he would say, God can lift you out of that low place. He can put a new song in your heart. He can put a spring back in your step. He can set you on high. You've got to get your fire back. Some of you have made mistakes, poor choices, and you feel like you're washed up and you're supposed to just endure life. But God is saying, if you'll ask, I'll give you a new beginning. If you'll ask, I'll give you a fresh new start. Or maybe you've been hurt in a relationship. Somebody did you wrong and it didn't work out. Now you think that you'll never really be happy. Why don't you be bold like Jabez and say, God, I know it looks like it's over. It looks like my best days are behind me, but God, I believe when one door closes, you always open up another door. So God, I'm asking for you to bring somebody great into my life, the right person for me. No matter what's come against you, if you'll be bold enough to ask the rest of your life, can be better than the first part. When we get up each day and say like Jabez, God bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. We're getting our mind going in the right direction. We're saying in effect, God, I know you love me. I know you've got good things in store. So I'm asking today for your favor, for your increase, for your blessings in my life. That's not being selfish. That's showing God that you're depending on him. And some of you are asking God to bless you, but you need to add the indeed. In other words, you need to get a bigger vision. God, I'm asking you to bless me in unusual ways. Not average, not ordinary. God, I'm asking for supernatural increase. I pray every day for God's unprecedented favor. That's favor like we've never seen before. I've learned, don't pray small prayers. That sets the limits. You may be living in a little apartment today, but deep down something on the inside says, I'm made for more than this. I'm supposed to own my own home. Dare to ask. Maybe you're struggling in your health and you could easily learn to live with it, but down in here something says, I'm supposed to be well. I'm supposed to be free from this pain. Dare to ask. Or maybe you're working at a certain company. You got a good job, but in your heart of hearts, you know one day you're supposed to own your own business. Don't settle where you are. Every day, just say, Father, I'm asking for supernatural opportunities. God, give me ways to bring this dream to pass. It may not happen overnight, but stay in faith. One scripture says to ask and keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking. If we have to ask for 20 or 30 years, we should keep asking, keep believing, keep hoping on in faith. I love the story of a friend of mine. His mother became pregnant with him at 17. She was white. The father was black. This was in Iowa in the early 1970s. The parents of this teenage girl strongly encouraged her to have an abortion. In fact, they gave her an ultimatum, either abort the baby or be kicked out of our home. She chose to have the little baby. She ended up in San Diego. Eight months pregnant, alone and confused, battling a drug addiction. One day on the street, a lady talked to her about God's love and forgiveness, and that day she made a decision for Christ. The lady gave her a Bible. That young lady, as she was flipping through it, saw the name Israel time and time again. She thought to herself, I'm going to name my baby Israel. She didn't know much about God. She didn't know how to pray, but she said in effect, God, I'm committing my little baby to you. I'm asking you to use him to do great things. That little boy grew up with an incredible musical gift. He could play practically any instrument. He could write songs. He could arrange music. As he got older, he began writing worship songs and songs that declare God's goodness. And, He started his own band, and supernatural doors begin to open. Today, we all know him and love him, but Israel Houghton is one of the great worship leaders, great songwriters of our time. In fact, Israel just won, not his first Grammy, but his second Grammy award. (laughs) That's what happens when you pray bold prayers. You think about it, Israel could have become a statistic. He could have just floundered around, never found his purpose, but I believe because this mother dared pray a bold prayer, it helped set the course for his life. (laughs) Friends, God wants to bless you indeed. He wants to enlarge your territory. My question today is, will you be bold enough to ask? Every morning, ask for more influence. Ask God to help you be a bigger blessing. Ask him to bring your dreams and desires to pass. That's not being selfish. We have not because you asked not. Don't let another one of your blessings go up to that storeroom. In fact, make a decision with me that you're going to go back and get everything that belongs to you, the dreams you've given up on, the promises you've let go of. Why don't you start asking once again? If you'll learn to pray these bold prayers and ask God for big things, that's your faith being released. And That's when God will pour out His blessings in favor. You'll rise higher and higher. And I believe and declare you'll see every dream, every desire come to pass. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say Lord Jesus.